Hello and welcome to the BC Outdoors podcast. Sit back and join us as your host, Mike Mitchell, gets us all access to the leaders in the outdoor scene. All right, welcome everybody. Uh, we've got a special guest today on our show, uh, Kevin Estrada from Sturgeon Slayers. Uh, Kevin's also a board of director for the Fraser River Sturgeon Conservation Society, uh, Fraser Valley Angling Guides Association, and the Fraser River Sport Fishing Alliance. And and former, we got to get this in, former second round draft pick of the Carolina Hurricanes. Kevin, welcome to the show. Buddy. Settle down, Michael. Thanks, Mike. Thanks for having me. Uh, appreciate uh, being on your first year of your podcast. Oh, awesome. So a couple things you want to cover today uh, in our conversations, right? Uh, and I think one of the pressing things that, that you got initiative going right now is uh, you're heading to the House of Commons with a petition, right? Yeah, we um, we're going to do that uh, most likely in the fall. We last fall we had uh, some pretty well known uh, younger YouTubers come out and they highlighted uh, a bit of you know some of the issues that we see in our fishery with uh, non-selective uh, fishing methods through the net fisheries, and um, they drew a little bit of attention to that. And uh, we ended up getting over fifty thousand signatures online, um, and that drew the attention of uh, of an MP that. Uh, uh, would like to take um, this to the House of Commons, and we've seen it in the past with with the steelhead fisheries, and um, and so this is uh, is going to put uh, sturgeon on a national sort of media uh, platform, and uh, and and hopefully we can we can work towards some change in in getting uh, selective fishing methods uh, put in place for for the net fisheries. Yeah. So so let's talk a little bit of what we want to call those selective fisheries like let's give some examples like what are selective fisheries to our, to our listeners well we'd like to see uh and, and it's happened in the past and in in some parts uh even on the fraser it's it's working now is fish wheels uh fish wheels are a great example of uh, uh of selective fishing um so when when fisheries are open for uh, uh one specific species of salmon um that that if they if they bycatch anything else that are that's not open at the time uh, they can release um even even going to certain methods uh if if the gill nets uh are to, are to stay in place is a variation of of what they're doing now and and part of that can just be easily attending nets um no overnight nets unattended um you know, any variation of, of what is happening right now will have a dramatic impact on the species and, uh, and, and can get us going in the right direction. So I think um, uh, we're, we're looking to see anything that, that is, you know, uh, selective and we can get there and, and some of that might take some research and uh, to implement some sustainable technologies that, uh, that can do that. So um, we're just going to, we're going to go to try and get some funding and, and see if we can implement some of this stuff. Mm-hmm. What, what, so if guys are out on the day, spend the day out on the Fraser River and they're seeing some nets and stuff, what can they do? What should they do? Well, you can always call the wrap line. Okay. Um, but, uh, you know, there are websites out there. Uh, DFO puts out notifications to find out what uh, what is open, what is closed. Mm-hmm. Um, and sometimes there's ceremonial uh, nets open. So... Uh, communication from the government is key as well, and uh, and and DFO has to get better at that as well to let everybody know what is open, what's closed, so that we uh, can call in illegal activity. And then, if you see any any illegal activity at all, um, you should be calling it in. We had a um, DFO and conservation officers come to 
the angling guy, JGM, last week. And they said, even if you're not sure, call it in. Because uh, uh, at the end of the day, it helps them uh, look at stuff. And some things that you might not even know uh, or might not even look that suspicious can be. And they gave us a few examples of some sturgeon poaching that was going on. And uh, there was no uh, no nets. There was no uh, no gear. Um, but they had set up set lines at the bottom um, of the river by some logs. And, and otherwise, you'd look like they were just going out for a boat ride and uh, ended up busting these guys uh, poaching sturgeon. So mm. uh, they want you to call in anything and everything that you can and and uh, and just the communication and the awareness that people know that people are now on the on the lookout does help. So Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then we want to let our viewers know again here too, like, um, again, we're not looking for vigilantes to go out there and start ripping nets out of the water. Again, let's let, no. let's let the DFO... Uh, do their job. Let's let you know. Give give these guys the heads up that's happening, and, and let them take it in, into their hands. Yeah, right? and exactly. And, and uh, you know, net fisheries are are, uh, and there's some little bit of confusion sometimes. But net fisheries are uh, DFO responsibility. Sturgeon is a provincial fish, and COs take care of sturgeon. So um, the wrap line, you know, for anybody that. Uh, doesn't know what the number is. I'm, I'm going to say it, and you guys can rewind the podcast if you want to write it down. But it's one eight seven seven nine five two wrap one eight seven seven nine five two wrap, which is seven two seven seven, and uh, and that's all poachers and and uh, polluters and um, and and like I say, the more calls that go into them, uh, at the end of the day, uh, the more funding they get, and and they're definitely understaffed. So. Uh, the more we can help enforcement, uh, that helps the species. Awesome. All right, Kev, we're going to take a quick break here just for our uh, sponsors to get their their message out, and then we'll, uh, we'll get back to you right after the break here. Sounds good. This segment of the BC Outdoors podcast with Mike Mitchell is proudly brought to you by your Toyota BC dealers. All right, folks, back after a quick break here uh, with Kevin Estrada from Sturgeon Slayers, and I'm not going to read your list of... Uh, accomplishments and everything else here. I think we gave it a good, uh, good intro there, but, uh, Kevin, let's, uh, let's let our listeners know again here, uh, how they can get involved again, you know, aside from the rap line, what else they can do to get involved here? Um, well, for any, uh, anybody that's on social media, which is pretty much, uh, everybody nowadays, um, we're going to be, uh, throwing out a bunch of stuff, um, for people, the general public that can help. Uh, one of the things is going to be that we are going to put online through the government website a petition for um, uh, any citizens over the age of 19. We need 500 signatures. We're hoping to get a few thousand signatures. Um, and uh, and then from there, uh, we go to the House of Commons uh, to deal with, uh, uh, bring up the, uh, the issues around sturgeon and the net fisheries. So, uh, you can follow us on uh, at Sturgeon Slayers uh, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, and we'll be doing constant updates um, as well through there. Cool, awesome. All right, let's uh, let's switch gears a little bit, Kevin. We've got some other things we can talk about too with you. Um, one of the big things is uh, your involvement with the Lab Foundation and, and the uh, uh, the Sturgeon Derby you guys put together every year out here, right? Yep, yep. So let's uh, let's let our viewers what where what's going on with that and some info on that. Uh, well, the Ladd Foundation started by uh, a good friend of mine, an ex-teammate, uh, Andrew Ladd, uh, currently with the New York Islanders. Um, his his um, 
concern and his wife Brandy has been around youth and environment mm-hmm. and so uh, what they've you know created essentially is a foundation that can go around and help both of those and last year was our first year uh, with our with the lab foundation surgeon charity event and we gave proceeds to the Rick Hansen Foundation mm-hmm. and the Fraser River Surgeon Conservation Society and so this year uh, will be our second annual and uh, we're going to be going giving proceeds to the Canadian Mental Health Association and then of course the Fraser River Surgeon Conservation Society again and uh, and yeah so we, we, we do a three-day event um, we hosted at Fraser River Lodge in Agassiz and we have uh, NHL players come out every each boat's got an NHL player and uh, and we keep it pretty small and intimate, so we max is 24 participants plus uh, nine or ten NHL guys, mm-hmm. and uh, yeah, we have a great event. and And you know, it, it showcases the the species. Uh, a lot of people don't know what surgeon is internationally, so uh, we get a bit of recognition back to uh, back to the Fraser River, back to British Columbia, and back to the species, which uh, which helps as well. So it's been a good first year. Last year, we sold out and. Uh, we're getting close to selling out this year. The uh, dates are July 31st to August 3rd. Awesome. So let's uh, let's name drop a little bit. Who are some of the former NHL guys you've had? Uh, I should say former, but uh, last last year's guests. And who do you got on the docket for this year so far? Uh, well, last year we had, uh, obviously, Andrew Ladd, um, Duncan Keith, uh, Tyler Myers, Zach Bogosian, um, Bufflin had to bail out last minute as he was having another baby. Um, we had Mark Scheifele out, um, Colin Fraser, which uh, played uh, won a cup with mm-hmm. uh, a couple cups, a uh, local boy. Um, so we had uh, we had a great group of guys this year. We've obviously with the attention that that last year's event got, we had to start turning down guys to come. So we've got uh, Lad, Bufflin, Duncan Keith. Um, We've got uh, Zach Bogosian coming back again. We got Blake Wheeler, Captain Winnipeg coming, Matthew Barzell, uh, and on and on and on. So wow. I'll, uh, it's it's been it's been overwhelming to see the support from uh, not only the NHL players but the NHL uh, network itself, uh, the league, the the PA. Everybody's sort of wrapped their arms around this, and and uh, and it's and it's a great event. And so it's. Um, it's been a proud uh, thing for for us uh, to help put on, and it's been great to see uh, Andrew start this uh, and Brandy and, and and get push this forward and and grow with it. So, uh, yeah, no, it's been a, it's been a great experience over the last few years putting this all together. Cool. And so, and again, most people can follow you uh, via your social media and stuff, and you do a great job of updating posts and, and engaging. Um, our, uh, you know, our listeners and also to uh, lots of people in this industry and people that are interested in fishing too. So um, when we come back, uh, we're going to take another break here, Kevin. And then if we, you got time for a few more minutes, we'll, we'll come back after the break and talk about a few things. One thing I do want to talk about with you after the break is uh, social media and the influence that yep. you've had kind of, uh, you know, there. So when we come back after the break here, let's talk a little about that. Great. Okay. Thanks, man. This segment of the BC Outdoors podcast with Mike Mitchell is proudly brought to you by Yamaha. Are you ready to get out and conquer the water? Let Yamaha rev your heart. All right, folks, we're uh, coming back out of our uh, our break here with Kevin Estrada from Sturgeon Slayers. And Kevin, I will read through your list of uh, 
acknowledgments here this time. Again, Kevin Estrada is also involved with the Fraser River Sturgeon Conservation Society, the Fraser Valley Angling Guides Association, and the Fraser River Sport Fishing Alliance. And you know, we got to give you a little bit of uh, a little bit of props to uh, being involved with the uh, Loud Foundation and the Derby too, because I know you're uh, you're also a big influence on that too. So we got to we got to mention that too. So um, we were just talking a little bit off air here about uh, social media and stuff, and we, we kind of kicked at it a little bit before the break there. But um, just a quick story back. Uh, when I kind of was starting out the show and and uh, Kevin was on season one I believe and you might have been on two episodes or at least uh, one and done yeah two episodes the first year yeah and yep. we were talking about social media and I was just like uh, are you kidding me like how am I going to spend the time to do social media when I'm so busy with uh, just the TV shows and the magazine and you kept talking about how important it was and uh, to this day, you know, I, I think about that uh, that conversation and and uh, I'm gonna it's gonna hate for me to say this but you're right Kevin Social media is so important, and uh, you know I'm not going to say you're one of the pioneers, but in my circle of friends, you were sure one of the guys that really understood it real quick, right? Well, yeah, and, and it's uh, it's interesting because when I was I went to uh, uh, university in in the states, and uh, 2001 was my first year at Michigan State, and I think in 2002 or 2003 Facebook started. And it was only available to university students in the U.S. And, of course, you, you see what's happened mm-hmm. after that. So I was sort of involved um, and learning all about it, uh, I think, probably six or seven years before it even came to Canada and then the whole world and mm-hmm. then everybody could use it kind of thing. So I got going on that uh, uh, early. And then, of course, when Twitter came along and uh, and Instagram uh, and obviously many others, we were, it was, it was sort of easy for us to transition into it. And so, you know, it's, uh, it's been great because we can get a word out on a lot of stuff. And I, you know, with social media, you know, um, obviously I'm involved in, in a lot of organizations and, and trying to make some change, you know, you can do that as quickly as we have, um, on a very unknown species sort of internationally mm-hmm. without social media. So, you, you skip forward, you know, after building, you know, the social media for, for years, and then you skip forward to, um, to where we're about to go in the next six months with getting to the, the house floor on a topic that uh, potentially could uh, significantly help Sturgeon. You know, that's, that's a lot social media, right, if not all of that, um, and at, at a very low cost of, of doing business. Um, so... Yeah, it's it's uh, obviously a cornerstone of our business, but also our advoc- advocacy um, towards sturgeon and and other events and, and charities that we work with. So um, it's great to always see uh, cool fish pictures and uh, and videos that we we get out there on a on a weekly basis on the river. But uh, but it's a way for us to also say what we're doing and who we're involved with and and the good people in the industry. Yeah. So so here's the thing I was going to ask you here. So, so we got a. A new guy, give me a scenario, a new guy coming in the industry, um, he's trying to figure out how to get his messaging out there. Which social media platforms do you think are the most important ones to be on? Because there, there are so many. Like my, I'm not telling any of my secrets. No, nah, you can't do this okay. They're not secrets. <laughs> no, no, no. I mean, at the end of the day, it, it depends on uh, how much time. And a lot of people know how important social media is, but the problem is they don't put in enough time mm-hmm. and, or they hire out a social media company to do their posts. Mm-hmm. And therein lies the problem because somebody else doing 
your work for you never cares as much mm-hmm. and they always seem to be more generic posts instead of actually something that's thought provoking and emotion and something behind it there has to be something behind sure. the post you can't just post uh you know, a random picture. Think about the picture for a bit. You got to think of it as a if if you're, if you're looking at Instagram, for example. You got to think of it as a magazine, and you wouldn't throw in your magazine just some random picture. You you it, you're looking for something that evokes emotion, and so with social media, we're we're careful on on what we're putting out there and uh, and how it's said. And I think the the purpose behind doing social media is is the first thing. Um, you know, uh, we're not heavily into YouTube, um, but that seems to be, uh, obviously, you know, uh, one of the biggest ones right now, especially with the visual fishery that we have, um, we've sort of focused on Instagram mm-hmm. to be honest with you. And, uh, and I think we're one of the leading companies in Canada for a guiding company in Canada now for, for followers on that. And so that's been successful for us. Um, but I think that you you have to hone in really on one and do it because it's very difficult to do, you know, unless you've got a team of workers around you, a class A job on every single platform. So I think people can find their niche uh, as they go. And, and ours has been Instagram. Mm-hmm. Um, but I think uh, if you've got the time and the content, uh, YouTube could make you quite a bit of money and, uh, and it's growing really quickly. So that's a good one. Yeah. Cool. Okay. So, uh, other things you're involved in, you know, let's, let's talk a little bit about, uh, some dates here. You're also involved in fly fishing film tour, right? Yeah. And so you got some, yep. you got some dates that are coming up with, uh, and different venues. So you know, let's get a, let's get a plug in there for you for that as yeah. well. Yeah. So the film tour was, uh, uh, I basically brought it to Canada nine years ago now. And it's basically a lot of content from around the world, from independent producers that put in short films. So it's a mini film festival, and we go across Canada. Uh, we have partners in the U.S. that do the U.S. side, um, and uh, you guys and uh, and Outdoor Canada have been involved uh, since the beginning. And uh, I appreciate obviously your guys' support mm-hmm. uh, through those years to help us even get going. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of the funds that are raised uh, uh, from the shows themselves are given right back into charity, and our official charity for uh, Canada is Fishing Forever, which is my partner, uh, Mariko Azumi's family, which gets kids into fishing. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, they do, uh, well, in 20 years, they've got uh, you know 40,000 kids a year, and they do 80 events each year for the first time into fishing. Wow. So it's pretty important stuff, and um, obviously they do that with, not obviously, but they do that with uh, Canadian Tire, and uh, and that's a lot done out east, but... We give a lot of money out for that as well through through the shows. So yeah, we do shows all over Canada. Um, you can um, check out our schedule at flyfishingfilmtour.ca. It's flyfishingfilmtour.ca, mm-hmm. and uh, we're always updating that schedule. We're going to have a Vancouver date happening in the fall, which always happens in around November. So yeah, great. Hey Kevin, I can't uh, I can't thank you enough for taking the time today. Um, coming out, I know I know you're a busy guy. It's prime prime sturgeon season right now so i know it's uh it means a lot for us to get this time for you but i can't thank you again enough buddy it's been it's been great insightful and and uh some great knowledge here well i and i also like to say thank you uh to yourself mike for obviously giving us our first shot back in season one and and helping us grow our business not only with sturgeon slayers but uh 
also the film tour. And so, um, we're appreciative of your support and, uh, and the access to be able to talk on, on different topics, um, uh, that, that affects sturgeon. So yeah. uh, we appreciate that. Okay. So again, just for uh, last minute here, last little kick of the can here, where can people follow you, Kevin? Give us your, give us your list of things here. At Sturgeon Slayers yeah. uh, on social media. And then uh, the film tour is at Fishing Film Tour. At Fishing Film Tour. All right, great. Lad Foundation Derby is which dates again? July 31st to August 3rd. And uh, Lad Foundation is at Lad Foundation uh, on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And you got a couple spots available still if guys want to jump in on that? We have four spots available. All right. All right. Well, hopefully- so uh, get a hold of us and... Uh, and it's all for a great cause, and um, hopefully we'll have some beautiful weather, and yeah, it'll be a great time. Awesome. All right, man. Well, thanks again, and we'll uh, we'll talk to you soon. Take care. Thanks. thanks, Mike. Thanks for joining us, and stay tuned for more BC Outdoors podcasts. Please follow us on Facebook and Instagram for upcoming television and podcast schedules. This podcast produced and engineered by Kirk Gilchrist.